The biggest news in country. This is the Country 104 Weekly Roundup. What a show we've got for you this week. We're going to hear from the Washboard Union. We're going to have a conversation with Jess Moskaluk about her new single, Country Girls. We're going to talk to Guelph, Ontario's own Danielle Todd. She was the winner of our Women of Country tournament back for the March Madness uh, thing we were doing at Country104.com. Uh, she'll talk about her new single, Backburner. We've got some baby news from Kane Brown. We've got Riley Green talking his new single in just a few moments. And if we're lucky, I'll screw up a whole bunch and get some bloopers for you at the end of the show. My name is Weaver. Reach out at WeaverFever7 on Instagram or C104Weaver on Twitter. Back at the top of the show, we heard from Riley Green and his song, I Wish Grandpa's Never Died. It debuted at number 30 this week on your country top 30 countdown. Well, that song was actually the last song that Riley put together for his record, and we're pretty happy that he did. The last song I wrote for this album was I Wish Grandpa's Never Died. And we actually had the album done. I had no plans of putting it on this record. I wrote the song and I played it at a show. Somebody videoed it with their iPhone and put it on YouTube and it got a million something views. And I started playing it at shows and people were singing it and people were requesting it. Every picture I posted on Instagram, there was 10 people going, when are you going to release Grandpa's Never Died? So I went to the label and said, look at this. And to their credit, they jumped on board with it. We went and cut the song, added it to the record. And uh, it very possibly could be one of the biggest tracks on the record. So uh, hats off to the fans for running to this song and showing that they were passionate about it. I wish Grandpa's never died. It is definitely eating up the charts right now and uh, doing quite well, rising each and every week. Look for it to get a lot higher on our countdown as early as next week. As for Riley, well, he's not necessarily paying attention to the charts. He's just enjoying that people are liking the song. I think I would probably be a lot more of a chart-watching person if I really understood how all of it works. I'm not quite Nashville-savvy enough to understand all of it. I mean, I guess it means that uh, people are liking the song, which, you know, from the songwriter side of me, I really enjoy a lot to see people relating to my music. And uh, a song on the charts is something I never really thought I'd have, so watching it go up the charts is pretty exciting. This past week, we were visited by the Washboard Union at Country 104, and I couldn't believe it. It turns out I hadn't seen the guys since way back at the Junos when they were in London. Boys, if I haven't seen you since the Junos, welcome back to the award-winning so Washboard Union. <laughs> you guys. So who's storing it? Who got the trophy, and where do we keep that sucker? Well, we share it. Okay, so there is only one, though, right? We only got a month and a half each, yeah. so it travels month and a half, month and a half. There was one. Now it's in three pieces, so yeah. we've got some explaining we to do when we give it back one. next year. By the time it got to Aaron, David had already lost it. So it's more of just the box it came in now to remind us we have one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And do you have to give it back to the next breakthrough group of the year winner next God, year? I hope <laughs> not. Or are they going to be disappointed? <laughs> we'll give them a piece anyway, right? Oh, boys, it's good to have you back. Uh, since we're talking Junos, let's just keep moving down the line here. Havelock Jamboree, part of your summer. I believe Holy that was the jumping. first time for you guys. Am I right on that? It was the first time at yeah. Havelock. Absolutely. Yeah, we, we had a ton of shows in Ontario this summer, which was really cool. We actually... Realized we hit every single province in Canada over the course of the summer and part of the last year. And then two countries in Europe as well. Wow. So it's been a really busy summer. It's just been incredible to play for so many people in such a short period of time. And then take it across the pond and do it there. It, just, it was an incredible summer for us. No kidding, eh? Yeah. Uh, any memories that will last a lifetime from across the pond? Or was it just so much of a blur that you still haven't had a chance to kind of have some retrospective on it? Uh, I'm still getting over Aaron Speedo in the Mediterranean, <laughs> but other than that... Well, if there's a place to do it, right? Um, but, you know, it's, a, it's, a, it's an amazing thing over there because, for one, it's a culture shock for us, too, because we get to experience, you know, the French, the Italian, the Spanish culture... 
And um, so that's 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 really great. But, you know, you, you, you try coffees in different uh, countries. Uh, you get to swim in the oceans. You get to swim in the waterways there. Uh, but the coolest thing was uh, in Nice, it was 35 degrees. And for some reason this last summer, we chased these rainstorms. And so we'd miss the heat waves and then hit these, like, rainstorms and thunderstorms Weird. and that kind of thing. But not in France. It was 35 degrees, so hot out there. And we are literally across the street from the uh, uh, Mediterranean Ocean. So we're doing this gig in this beautiful amphitheater there, and uh, all, the, all the people there show up, and they're just like, they know the songs, they've got line dances to them, uh, and they're doing these line dances, they're teaching other people the line dances, and it's just such a great feeling to like smell that salt air, knowing that you're right on the Mediterranean, in the south of France, playing to people who know your music from across the, you know, across the pond. That's a, it's a real testament as to what's happening with uh, with country music around the world too. Like you wouldn't expect it, but there is a country scene over there, and they're passionate about it. No, I've been hearing about it, and and kudos to our European friends. I hear their line dancing game is actually pretty good. It's on point. Yeah, yeah. we walked into northern Spain, probably like Catalonia, a place like we hadn't really been, so mountainous, and we walked in a sound check and. Uh, and there were probably five, six hundred people line dancing to head over heels. Wow. We could hear it in the distance. Yeah. And everybody not only knew the words, but the steps. <laughs> I wouldn't dare line dance to head over heels, but it was incredible. It's such a strange feeling, as Aaron said. It's, it's, it's so universal, and it's just such an incredible feeling. Some song you wrote in some tiny little room has made it that far. So as I wonder with many Canadians who get the honor and opportunity to go overseas and have such a great time, what the heck are you doing back here? I mean, it sounds like it's so awesome over there. <laughs> well, it's, the weather brings us back. Yeah, that's fair. Really? That's fair, yeah. <laughs> well, it's good to have you guys back here on our side. Uh, just finished up on the East Coast, and I feel you've been back for like five minutes. Am I right on that there? <laughs> just rolled into town. Yeah, just like, just like haven't even got to the venue, haven't done sound check, just like no. getting off the highway right First here. First place right we come, right yeah. here. You know that. And how do our friends on the East Coast treat you? Fantastic. Yeah. Oh, always, always. It's, uh, that was the f- first place we ever went to a CCMA and, uh, we weren't invited, but we showed up anyway. <laughs> and, uh, we made friends there that, that we haven't let go, man. Like every year we go to a CCMA, we just end up making more and more friends. So yeah, Pretty cool. So that was good. the the East Coast one. That would have been 2015. Yeah, I want to say four years ago. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And you still got some people you're just in touch with out there and everything like Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, we were back through there too with Old Dominion last May. Yeah. Um, and so many people who came to the shows this past weekend uh, were at that show. Um, so it's just you know, Atlanta, Canada has always been really good to us as as has Ontario. So it's uh, it's just exciting to be back and doing our own shows in these places. It's we, also uh, got to be a nice feeling to get them back after Old Dominion left the the, the bill, right? So hey, it's the washboard, and you see the same faces. <laughs> totally. They're there for you. That's in the first it, man. Place. That's yeah. it, man. That's Feels it. good. Feels good. The Country 104 Concert Series continues. All right, we've got a lot of hockey this weekend to enjoy. Friday, the Navy Vets are on the road with a game in Norwich, and the Owen Sound Attack visit the Kitchener Rangers in Kitchener. The London Knights Friday night host Erie at Budweiser Gardens, and Guelph visits the Sioux as part of their road trip this weekend. On Saturday, Guelph uh, continues that road trip at Saginaw, and the Woodstock Navy Vets play in Paris Saturday night for their road trip. London Knights also have a game Sunday at Oshawa. A lot of road games here this weekend. Let's go back just a bit here to Friday. Don't forget our friends the Abrams are at London's Aeolian Hall. We'll talk to the boys on the next Top 30 Countdown. That's next weekend. Jessica Mitchell's at Mills Hardware in Hamilton Friday night 
And uh, don't forget as well, Jessica Mitchell brings her Heart of Glass Part Tour Tour Wrap uh, to London's Alien Hall Saturday. Also Saturday in Woodstock, the Woodstock Public Library friends are having their big book sale. You've also got Rock the Rink at the Odd in Kitchener. Say goodbye to Scott and Tessa with their special friends. Also this weekend, we've got Oktoberfest. Yeah, it refuses to die even though it's technically November. Uh, that uh, event is at Railway City Brewing Company on Sunday. Howie Mandel is in Guelph with the River Run Center Sunday and the local artisans and performers showcase will be at Budweiser Gardens Sunday afternoon. Shout out to the Washboard Union and Jason Benoit. We heard them earlier. They'll be at Wax Nightclub in Kitchener Sunday night. Well, a big congratulations in order this weekend to Kane Brown and his wife, Caitlin. They have welcomed a baby girl over the last couple days. This is this is pretty awesome for the family. Kane, if you follow him on social media, is just beaming with Papa Pride. Uh, baby girl is Kingsley Rose Brown. Uh, very happy, very healthy, and uh, congrats to mom and dad on that one. Well, up until this past week, we only had access to seven of the songs. But as of now, as of this weekend, as of any time you're listening to these words, Miranda Lambert's album, Wild Card, is officially released. You can download it. You can stream it. You can request it. You can own it. Whatever you got to do, just make sure you're hearing that music from Miranda Lambert so you can sing all the words when she comes to Budweiser Gardens on the Wild Card Tour, May the 5th. You might be able to still find some tickets for that. Might be a good early Christmas present, but shop soon because uh, these things are flying off the shelves to see Miranda, Lenko, and Cody Johnson. This past week, we had the opportunity to catch up with an old friend in Danielle Todd of Guelph, Ontario. She won the March Madness Tournament at Country104.com back in March, thanks to the support of her fan club, The Hot Toddies. Well, she's got a new single. We'll hear it after part of the chat. So uh, we're here talking with Danielle Todd, DanielleToddMusic.ca, where you can find the new single, Backburner. It follows crazy, and it's a little different, but I can hear the similarities of Danielle Todd, uh, both instrumentally and vocally, in both tracks. Does that make sense when I say it like yeah, that? Yeah, totally. Yeah. So tell us about Backburner. Where, where where, did the song come from? So I wrote it with Natasha Myers and Kurt Gibbs. Okay. And they're two Nashville artists. Um, and it was, Kurt Gibbs is what they call a tracks guy. So he was kind of coming up with the bones of the, of the musical side of it while we were writing it. And he actually said to me, if you're looking for lyrics, don't look to me. <laughs> so he does kind of more so the music side of things. And Natasha actually had the idea of Backburner, but that was all she had was just Backburner. And I was like, we're doing that today. And we walked in and, and it just came together super quickly. It's all about kind of walking away from a relationship that just is not good for you. A back and forth, unhealthy, like I deserve way better than this relationship. Yeah, I think people can identify with that a little bit. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So is it coming from a personal place or is it just something that we all relate to? Um, I mean, I've definitely been in that situation going back and forth and been in something that I stayed in way longer than I should have. I'm raising my hand right now, right? too. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But it's, a, it's all a learning curve, and I feel like if I didn't have that, I wouldn't realize, you know, how, how good you can have it afterwards. Like, I feel like I appreciate the good things more so because I had the bad things. Like it. So there's the writing of it. Talk about the production. Were you involved in that at all? Did you send it away? How does that work? Uh, same producer as Crazy. Nice. And uh, Grady James produced it, and he... He listens to me when I say, I love 90s country, I love classic country, and but I still want to be obviously relevant and commercial to today. And so he did bring in those acoustic elements. Um, you hear the dobro on there and the banjo and everything, yeah. which is kind of 
important to me. That's my sound. And um, but then there's also that rock side of things that that he makes it. He brings it into the pop world a yeah. little bit more. Now, do you see all singles having that kind of sound, or is there a, is there room for more eventually one day? Yeah, I mean, I, I, music is always going to change, yeah. and and it also just is what the song calls for too that I find important. Yeah. So, but I found with this song, it was kind of. I just wanted that banjoey sound in the chorus, and I wanted it to sound country because that's what crazy. That's what people loved about crazy is that it was country. I'm so crazy, yeah, yeah. like it's got a good little <laughs> thing going on there. I yes. like it. So uh, the video, super fun. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about like the first 15 seconds of the video, in which I made notes. You ride a horse, and when you order a drink, you are given a full bottle of Jack Daniel's whiskey. You are my type of girl right there. Yes. Yeah. So uh, the video, that must have been a lot of fun putting that thing together. It was so cool. Yeah. And I'm not going to lie, it took me, I came up with the idea, and it took me a long time to figure out exactly what I wanted to do. And I was driving through the hills of Tennessee. I was all by myself. And all of a sudden, I thought to myself, I need to shoot this in the desert and I need to have fire in it. And it can't just be me in the video. So I have to hire a fire dancer. <laughs> that's how it went. Nice. And so that's kind of how I came up with the idea. But the saloon that you see at the beginning, that's the Joshua Tree Saloon. In California that you mentioned? Yeah. Yes. So it's that's a really famous area. And that's uh, even when I walk across those little kind of cowboy town, that's all set up right outside Joshua Tree. Wow. Yes. You don't have to get permits or anything for that or you just start shooting? Well, I was really hoping for the best and I walked inside and I said, can I use? And he's like, so do I hear that I'm going to be heading to Toronto sometime in November to catch up with that guy. I'm like, good luck. Live. I'm talking <laughs> so to and uh, we'll be getting the scoop on his upcoming tour, the Good Ones Tour with Matt Lang. Tickets for the Waterloo and London shows are available now. And I figure while we're in Toronto, Talking to Tebe, I might as well talk Raptors, maybe even catch a game with the guy. He's one of the biggest Toronto Raptors fans we know. Uh, the naysayers were saying the Raptors might not even make the playoffs down in the United States. Uh, well, Raps looking pretty darn good right now. That's for sure. Winning uh, quite a few games this year and only losing one. Uh, if we're looking to talk Raptors this weekend, though, there's only one game that is Saturday night against the Milwaukee Bucks, an Eastern Conference final matchup uh, from the championship year. Not sure if you saw it this past Monday night, but Lauren Elena continues to dominate on Dancing with the Stars. Uh, maybe after a country music DJ won last year, maybe we get a country musician Winning this year. Country music fans certainly supporting their Dancing with the Stars favorites. Uh, shout out to Lauren Elena. She scored 27 out of 30 this past Monday night with three fractured ribs. Yeah, legitimately. We found this out this past week. Lauren Elena's been dancing with broken and fractured ribs. A lot of pain. You could see her wincing a couple times. So good on you, girl. Keep fighting that country music fight. Let's see if we can get a back-to-back -back country music champion. Yeah! Uh, Monday nights for Dancing with the Stars, in case you haven't seen it yet and want to cheer her on. About a week ago, I had the chance to talk to Jess Muskaluk, one of our favorite Canadian country gals, on the phone about her new single, Country Girls, and here's what we had to talk about. Yeah, man, the response completely overwhelmed me. I cannot believe how many uh, amazing responses that we're getting from fans and radio and, and industry people and, and peers and everything, so I'm super, super excited. Um, but more than that, this is a song that I did write within the year and that doesn't always happen sometimes you'll write a song and then revisit it and you won't even record it or release it until sometimes years later so i'm extra excited because this song is fresh even to me it still feels new uh and uh, it's just a super upbeat fun song it's easy to dance along to 
Um, so we're, we're excited to start playing it live, too. I think it'll be really fun in our live set. I completely agree on that, and there's a lot of aspects on this song I want to break down. Uh, hopefully you can follow my train of thought here, because I'm not exactly sure what my thought is, but when I first heard the song, <laughs> and when I first heard the song, I thought, that is different for Jess Moskluk, but the more I hear it, I think, no, that's not different for Jess. That's right in her wheelhouse. Does that make sense at all? Kind of, yeah. I, I think sonically, if that makes sense, maybe that's where you're hearing yeah, yeah. things be a little bit different. Like we're using a few different instruments. Like we don't always have like a steel kind of sound in there, especially not with like a, a bassy synth. Um, so I think it's, it's, we've chosen to use a few little different instruments so that it sounds exactly like what you just described. It's different, so it's new and it'll sound different but it's very much in my wheelhouse, exactly like what you said. It shouldn't surprise anybody that I'm releasing a song like that. That's kind of, that's what I'm hoping to get across anyway. Yeah, and you were the co-writer on this one, so maybe just uh, give us a little bit about the writing process. Was it down in Nashville? Was it at home? Was it on the bus? What were you doing here? Yeah, so I actually only write in Nashville. I'm not home enough to to do that on top of everything else that I do, like, interviews and things like that and just planning and then like trying to see people I like so uh yeah I, I I don't write at home I try to keep that separate but so we wrote this song in Nashville um with my producer Corey Crowder and one of my favorite writers in the world uh Emily Shackleton who I've written with a ton so the three of us know each other really well and, and have written together a ton so we kind of just sat down and said well what do we want this next song to be what do we want the next single to to say to fans what do we want it to sound like what does everybody want to hear from us and uh, we kind of just after tossing a few ideas around we just decided that something really simple and um, you know high on the higher end of, of the tempo thing would be kind of what we need to do so country girls happened yeah so you've got three people you included that know you so well though how do you create a sound that's different when you're in the room with people who maybe uh, have a format when it comes to you does that make sense yeah, I, I think I want to say that having my producer in the room makes it easier. Um, sometimes that could be a challenge depending on who you're working with because a lot of times it's easy to get stuck in a rut when you're working with the same people and, um, you know, you're still the same person yourself. So, But Corey makes it really easy and uh, to, to kind of just bring in just small different elements. We've really honed in on who I am as an artist and who I am as a person. That's never been in question and we're really very much on the same track with that. So it actually is kind of fun to see how much we can make things different while still being ourselves. Thomas Rhett is one of those artists that writes a lot of songs before he puts out a record. A lot of songs. In fact, the last record Thomas Rhett put out, he wrote over 200 tracks. Like every bus trip I would come home from, a three-day run, we would have nine to ten new songs that were written. It's nuts. Not all of them were the best quality, but, you know, we did write a lot of songs and really just try to chase a lot of different types of songs. That's kind of my process. It's like, this week we're going to write something that I feel like Eric Church would have done. This week we're going to write some R&B jams. Not that we're ever going to cut them, but just because I'm feeling it. And that's what makes songwriters amazing is when songwriters accept the fact that every song you write is not going to get cut, that's when you write the best songs. Because if they will go with you for a weekend and write songs that you're feeling, even though they probably know in their brains, this is not where he's going to end up. If you can let an artist or songwriters get that off their chest and out of their head, those are when the best ones pop up. And so, yeah, we write way too many songs and probably cut too many songs, but that to me is the process and that's the fun of it. Chris Jansen's Good Vibes was number one on your country top 30 countdown last week, but that is not the case this week. The honor will go 
to Mr. Luke Combs. His new record drops next Friday. It's titled What You See Is What You Get. And if you pre-order, you can get over seven songs for that record as of right now. Uh, congrats to Luke Combs. He tied Shania Twain's record this past week for the most weeks spent for an album at the top of the album charts in country music. That's the top country charts. Uh, so congrats to Luke Combs on setting that feat. All right, we are almost at the tip of the mountain, and before we climb to the very top, we always have to have a laugh, and I'm the guy that you laugh at. My name is Weaver, and these are our bloopers. Uh, right now, though, a uh, couple of guys who are going to be forming, well, a big crowd... <laughs> Well, a big congratulations are in order for Kane Brown and his wife, Caitlin. Congratulations, you, Katie. Jess Moskaluk and the Hunter Brothers. They were being cheered by thousands of football fans. Or, sorry. The Country 104 Weekly Roundup. Find all things country at country104.com.